we have a really special offer today and I'm so excited to share it with you. The ultimate giveaway. Do you want to receive one of our planners for free or would you like access to our Instagram growth course worth £59? At My Bump to Baby, we are massively passionate about making sure parents have the protection in place that they need should the worst happen. If you choose to book in with your nearest family law solicitor today to have a look and a chat about your will, or if you book in with your financial advisor to review your family protection or your pension, we will give you access to either our Instagram course with £59 or we will send you one of our amazing planners completely free of charge. To qualify for this, all you need to do is fill in the form at the bottom of this podcast and we will book you in with your nearest advisor. You don't need to take out a policy and you don't need to take out a will. It's just simply having a chat to make sure that you have the protection that you need should the worst happen. We are so excited to bring you this offer and we hope you take advantage of it because protecting your family is the most important decision that you could make today. We are Google's number one baby and toddler directory. We cover everything from pregnancy to preschool and we are home to over 8,000 business listings. Join over 160,000 parents using our website each month and you can find your local groups, classes, services and support in your local area. Hello and welcome to my Bump to Baby Expert podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today we are talking all about home births and today we welcome on Magdalena Finn from Power in Birth. Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Bump to Babies Expert podcast. Today, I am joined by Magdalena Finn, and she is our antenatal expert in Leeds, and she has a fabulous company called Power in Birth. So, hello, how are you? Hello. Hi, Carla. Hi, everyone. Well, I'm fabulous because I'm going to spend an hour talking about birth. So (laughs) I'm in my element. (laughs) Oh, no, I know. Well, that's it. I mean, when we first spoke, I mean, it's clear to see how passionate you are about birth side of things. And, you know, especially with my bump to baby, we get so many people that are a bit nervous about giving birth. And it's so nice and reassuring to speak to you because you've got so many words of wisdom. So I'm looking forward to having a chat with you about this. And do you want to tell us a little bit about you initially anyway, so people know who you are and and what you do? Hi, I'm Magdalena. I'm the founder of Powering Birth. I'm simply obsessed about physiological, beautiful, gentle birth. And that's what I do. I prepare women and parents, families for a birth they want and deserve on their own terms however they want to birth you know whether it's home or birth center or hospital um 
you know, it's it's very individual for everyone, but most of my um, clients, now friends, um, uh, choose home or uh, or birth center birth. Um, so that's what I do. And I also look after parents postnatally as long as they need it because um, I love it. And it's all about supporting moms and parents to have the best experience they they want and deserve that's brilliant no that that's really good so so I actually had two c-sections uh, due to complications but I know a few of my friends that have had c-sections previously it, they 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 were quite interested in a home birth and they wanted to find out a load of different questions and I think loads of people have questions around it and sometimes it can be a bit of bit of a nerve-wracking thing to ask when you're at the hospital because you know, you just want to know really the pros and cons of both so you can make an informed decision, don't you, really? And it's exactly this, Carla. You know, it's about making an informed decision. To make an informed decision, you need to have the information, you need to have all the pros and cons and make, you know, informed choice for yourself. And it will be different than my choice and your choice because you're an individual and your situation and your pregnancy and your circumstances will be different. So you'll be deciding about what's right for you and for your baby. And there's no one size fits all. No, that's it. That's great. So so I'm going to get kickstart, well, kickstart with a few questions around water births, if that's okay. So what are the actual advantages of having a home birth compared to hospital birth? Well, how long have you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, you know, when we think about um, home birth, people tend to think the first thing is like, is it safe? Is it, you know, mm, I'd love to because it sounds so lovely. But and we'll get to the safety element and you'll be surprised to hear that home birth is three times to six times more safe than hospital birth uh, when you're planning home birth. So, and there are numerous, you know, modern studies from 2020, uh, 2023, from 2019, 2020, and so on. So not like, you know, studies from the 1980s. There are numerous studies that show that safety time and time again. But before I get to that, we'll just have a, have a think about comfort. First of all, when you're at home, you know, you're surrounded by the things you love. It's the place where you say and when you feel best, you know, it's it's your safe place. It's your comfort. It's your, you know, zone to retreat from the world. And if you contrast it with uh, hospital environment, you know, unfamiliar, bright lights, beeping machine, you know, stress because who doesn't have stress when entering a hospital environment i think we all associate hospital with well you know some sort of some sort of uh, trauma mm -hmm. yeah no yeah, one definitely. Is, is, is ever in hospital for you know well rarely for prevention of things mm -hmm. where we end up there because usually we need something fixing <laughs> but the thing with birth and pregnancy is you know, I, I rate hospital highly for 
for things like, you know, stroke or broken leg or whatever the pathology is and you need help with. They're great at that. But pregnancy and birth are not pathology. They are normal physiology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And normal physiology likes safety, comfort, and when it comes to supporting it. So (laughs) I suppose... It's 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 that comfort, you know, that birthing your baby at home, um, where in the UK you normally get two midwives attending home birth, so you're not abandoned by, you know, you're with experienced staff if you choose to have them. Many people choose to do it alone. Um, wow. Wow. I know many free birthers who had beautiful, successful, safe experience because they were super, super well prepared, informed. Um, It's happening in the UK, you know, and in other countries. Um, But I I suppose most of people will want want someone there to support, especially first-time moms, perhaps, yeah? Mm. So, you know, in in hospitals... um, at the moment in the UK, there is shortage of 2,000 midwives. You know, 2,000 midwives is a large number. Mm. So one midwife in a hospital might, you know, might need to look after several women and support several women in birth. When when you're birthing at home, you get two midwives. In those trusts that support home birth, all trusts, all NHS trusts should support home birth. Not all do, unfortunately, but if you do decide to get uh, home birth and you want to birth within the NHS, you know, with the support of NHS midwives, you get two midwives just for you, you know, not um, supporting numerous women. Um, And and I know on paper, you know, when you look at trust um, infographics, every trust has got infographics that they release every month and it always says, one-to-one care, 100%, but that's on paper, you know. Mm-hmm. We all know from experience and from the actual midwives who informally tell us in, in birth workers' forums, um, you know, that is not the case. Um, so it's it's actually fabulous because you get the support, you know, just for you, or you may want to choose, you know, um, independent midwife and a doula perhaps. Um, and they work for you, not for NHS. And that's also an option, you know, if you can afford it, go for it. Yeah. No, no, it's really interesting. I mean, I, I love listening to you talk about it because there's so much passion there. Um, so, so we did, you mentioned it was safer than a hospital birth. Mm-hmm. What are the risks then of a home birth and how are they managed? Well, before we get into that, yes, Carla, no, don't um, worry. Let me just get back to the first point. You know, why is it safer? First, yeah. Um, oh yes, yeah. Why is it safer? So the actual advantages of of home birth. Well, first of all, you, you, your safety and comfort of your home. You cannot replicate that anywhere else. You you, you cannot replicate this in in any other setting because this is you know, the space where your body relaxes and what better space to relax and, you know, ride your contractions or waves or however you want to call them 
than the safety, for example, of your bedroom or your home, you know, or your bathroom. It's it's something on a nervous system level you cannot replicate anywhere else. Yeah. Because your instinct, your instinct knows where you feel safe. And you cannot trick trick it into thinking you're safe. Feeling safe and thinking you're safe are two different things. Like feeling safe in your body. I mean, we do feel it in our bedroom, in our bathroom, right? Where we have privacy, where we have darkness, where we are unobserved. Yeah. These are exact conditions your body needs for releasing oxytocin in abundance. And oxytocin, natural oxytocin you produce in your brain, in your instinctive primal brain, is only released when you feel safe and unobserved and when you're in darkness so here we go again you know do you feel safe and unobserved and if you're and then in dark environment when you're in hospital well probably not because home offers you those conditions you produce oxytocin in abundance and then your your birth your labor progresses naturally and easily because your body is doing what it's supposed to do as soon as we enter hospital, what what do we get? You know, bright lights, loud voices, beeping machines. This is not conducive to 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 a good birth experience on on a nervous system level. And you know, on the basic level of you know the fact that you need that oxytocin, and it's not the same as oxytocin that hospitals sometimes administer. Hospitals administer artificial oxytocin to speed up labor but artificial oxytocin doesn't have the same properties as the natural oxytocin as the hormone you produce in your body that is released by your brain when you feel safe it goes to your bloodstream from your bloodstream it goes to your uterus and fuels those contractions that bring your baby to you so th- this is a extremely complex and extremely subtle process and it's got simply a better chance when you're at home feeling cozy and safe. Yes, I'm always cozy at home. I know exactly what you mean. No, that's that's interesting. So at what point then would someone tell um, their midwife, you know, that they want this home birth? Would they tell them early on or have you got a chance to change your mind later on? You can always change your mind because, you know, it's your body. You decide what hap- what happens in your yeah. body, in birth or otherwise. Um, I would advise, this is just a piece of advice and you can take it or leave it, to always book home birth um, as soon as possible. And, you know, if you change your mind and if your instinct is telling you um, something's not right, I need to be in hospital, that's absolutely fine. That instinct is there for you to listen to it. Listen to it. Only you know. Only you know what's happening in your body. No machine, you know, no CTG can tell you exactly what you feel. Um, so I'm not knocking, you know, going to hospital, but um, if you book your home birth with the midwife as soon as you have your appointments early on, you can always abandon that thought if you want to and walk into any hospital and any hospital will admit you. You don't have to book your hospital birth. But if you want a hospital birth and you decide at the last minute, it might be very difficult or impossible to arrange it. 
within the NHS, of course. Mm. Um, so it's NHS midwives because you can always arrange it with someone independent, a midwife or doula, if you want to. But if you do want to arrange it with within the NHS, you need to let them know beforehand because they do home risk assessment, which is more for them than for you. Um, and the option is always there. You know, if you book your home birth early, it's there and it's, you know, secured. Yeah, I know so what you mean. Be because there will be supplies and equipment, won't there, that, that's needed for the home birth. So what, what are those? Well, you know, if, if birth is well supported and, you know, you feel truly safe and, and I will be repeating that unobserved and you've got dark environment, why dark environment? Because uh, your natural oxytocin gets released more in darkness and it's a mammalian thing. So think how mammals birth. They seek shelter, maybe darkness, because instinctually they know there are fewer predators out there, you know, to snack on their baby. They don't yeah. want that. So they want to birth in safety. So they seek the cover of night. Most mammals, or at least, you know, the feeling of safety of the herd or whatever, wherever they go. Even your domestic cat um, will be seeking some private place to birth. And same with you. So that's why I, I mentioned darkness a lot. Mm. And I even oh, forgot where I was. Yeah. <laughs> Going so, on. Oh, no, don't worry. So um, in terms of equipment, um, equipment that you'd yeah. have um, at the home birth, what, what would that include? And when does it get so, delivered? So, yeah, I guess where I was trying to get to um, in a normal physiological birth, you might not need any. Oh, right. But because, you know, if you do you know, have the good supply of natural oxytocin and you feel safe, you are much more likely to um, manage the contractions with ease. Yeah. So which doesn't necessarily need to be our water birth at home. You could just do No, no, you can just, it's, it's your home. You can do whatever you want. You can, wow. you know, be on the bed, be on the floor. You can swing from a chandelier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So with, would is there an option for the water birth at home too, or not? Sure, it's your home. Oh, you right. can do whatever so you want. That's fine. Yeah. It's just, I think a lot of, I mean, especially with the NHS, I mean, obviously, you know, they're great, and I'm, I'm not knocking that like like you, but I feel sure. like sometimes you feel, especially as a new mum or a first-time mum, you can feel that there's rules and, you know, like, you know, that you need to follow, and we often forget that actually... We do have that choice, don't we? We do have a choice of how we want to do it. Um, Absolutely. And the, the first rule is it's your body. It's your uterus. It's your vagina. I said it. And yeah. uh, and you decide what is happening and to you. And nobody else has got rights over it. You know, hospitals may have policies and um, procedures and whatever. They're guidance for them. Nobody should ever tell you what you must or need to do. You decide. You mm. decide. Um, if you do decide to go for a home birth, your midwife will have supplies with her. So normally midwife will bring a gas and air with her. It's called internox. Mm. So like gas canisters for administering, you know, gas and air if you need it. 
Some midwives also carry Pacidine with them. So it's an injection. If someone chooses to have one, most home births, you know, go, uh, well, they're more comfortable. So they might feel they don't need the, the injection, for example. But, you know, there's always option of transfer if you if you feel you're, you're you know, you want to be in hospital. And with uh, if you have experienced staff there and they will spot any dangers long before they escalate, you know, labor is not as dramatic as the TV portrays it. You know, it's not all a big gush of water. I mean, sometimes it is, but it's, you know, it doesn't mean anything bad. And it's longer and things, you know, your body tells you something is not right well ahead. You know, you've got time to react and experienced midwives will spot things very early on and there will be time to transfer if there's a need. Yeah. Unless you live, I don't know, two hours, three hours, whatever, from hospital, you might want to reconsider. But there are people who, who do who do just home birth uh, in those circumstances even. It's, yeah. it's very, very individual. Yeah, so, exactly. It's doing what's you know, right for you, isn't it? And that's, yes. that's it. So, so can we talk a little bit about the risks? Because I do think it's important to mention that as well. The yes. risks of a home birth, just so we've got a complete kind of guide of everything if you know what I mean sure. so um because of those um factors I said I mentioned earlier you know natural oxytocin produced in abundance when you feel safe in your home um the risk of home birth is between three to six times uh, um home birth is safe three to six times safer than hospital birth according to many modern good quality studies um have a look at resources uh, like dr sarah wickham dr rachel reed which has got an excellent blog called midwife thinking um dr sarah j buckley dr michelle odon they are all established um natural birth uh, writers, researchers, um, and they talk about home birth safety at length. There's so many resources. Uh, there's a recent study from 2023 by Alston, and it does mention that at home you're less likely to have um, postpartum hemorrhage, for example, and your uh, likelihood decreases by approximately 50%. 50%. That is, uh, yes, you're less likely, you have uh, 30 to 50% uh, less likelihood of tearing. You have around 50% less likelihood of, um, of uh, getting an infection. And uh, the outcomes Gosh. for you and your baby are generally better than in hospital why i mean it's self-explanatory based you know on logic what i mentioned before when you're supported properly and when you're calm and when your nervous system knows it's in supportive safe environment birth is easier and when birth is easier less complications occur 
And yeah. when there are less complications, you know, things go smoothly. And many people are surprised by that. But, you know, don't take my word for it. Uh, dig for yourself. There are so many resources. Uh, where to start? Um, you can follow me on, yeah. on Instagram. I'm power.in.birth. Um, but there are many other. Um, there's... Um, physiological birth club on on clubhouse on clubhouse app is free it takes uh place every week term time on tuesday at 8 p.m um uk time it's hosted by a number of birth workers experienced birth workers midwives doulas um from the uk and beyond you know and it, it talks about physiological birth Various aspects from, I don't know, placenta to uh, comfort measures in birth, anything. Um, uh, we discuss uh, it on a weekly basis. It's free to join. It's free to listen. You can replay. It's such a fantastic resource, Physiological Birth Club. That's on- brilliant. That sounds so good and really supportive. We can put the link to that in the notes um, so then people can access that. So so during um, a home birth, the pain management options, you mentioned mm-hmm. pethidine may be an option. And yeah, maybe an option. Maybe an option, you know. Yeah. Uh, lots of parents will be surprised to know what pethidine is. Um, and hospitals often administer something called diamorphine, and it's exactly the same substance as heroin. Yes, heroin. Oh, you know, really? Really, Google it. Don't take my word for it. I know it's shocking. Mothers are often told, you know, don't do this, don't eat that, don't, you know, but if you go into hospital and say, I'm pain, do you want some pethidine? Yes. Do you want some diamorphine? Yes. Nobody would say, you know, do you want some heroin? It sounds really bad. But yeah, wow, gosh, exactly I didn't know that. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it's exactly same substance as 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 heroin. What gosh. can I say? You know, yeah, with with uh, with knowledge comes power. Power mm. for you to decide what yeah. what to do. Um, right. Yeah, but also, you know, there are things you can do. Amazing techniques that really really help you manage birth well at home or or otherwise you know you can apply them anywhere you know my son was just announced short of nine pounds so classed as a big baby I suppose you know I didn't have any of those things because I was managing well with hypnobirthing techniques um so it's basically, you know, reprogramming yourself sounds sounds awful, but you know, uh, changing your mindset from you know scared about birth, from mindset that absorbed all those dramatic, um, dramatized, should I say, images from media, from TV, um, to a mindset that understands physiology of birth beauty of birth and you know your own personal power because you can do it Mm. your ancestors do it you know if you remove the last 
maybe 50 years, because before then a home birth was common. Um, you know, think how many women before you, your ancestors, have given birth. And that's why you're here, because they did it. So can you. Yeah, yeah, it, that's brilliant. And you have courses, don't you, available for um, for birth, uh, hypnobirthing? Yeah, my next uh, group course is on 30th of July. Um, that's 2023 yeah. for anyone listening after that. Yes. But if you just go, <laughs> yeah. if you go on your link to the website at the bottom and it'll always be on there what you've got coming up, won't yeah. it? Um, so, so are there any, I mean, are there any legal requirements that you, you have to sign or anything if you're doing a home birth? No, because again, um, I'll tell you what is your legal requirement in the UK. The only, only single legal requirement if you're birthing is to register the birth of your baby within 40 days. If you're birthing within the system, within the NHS. If you're birthing outside of the NHS, um, I think that's, that timeline is different and you need to register your baby sooner. Mm. Um, but this is your only legal requirement. Everything else, all the choices, you know, uh, home birth, hospital birth, uh, water birth, accepting intervention, any kind of intervention, it's up to you because it's your body. You know, you have the body autonomy. Nobody else can tell you what to do with your body, with your pregnant body and with your birthing body until that baby's out, you know. Uh, before then, you decide for yourself. You have no legal obligation otherwise, you know. Um, uh, but my advice is get informed, get informed find out as much as you can about physiology of birth because you will get the benefits of it for lifetime for you and your baby. That's lovely. And even if you decide for to go for a planned cesarean, you can have a gentle cesarean birth too. And there are ways to facilitate a little bit of physiology for example, skin to skin and um, full blood transfer from the baby's placenta to the baby after birth without cutting the cord too quickly. It will give you and your baby benefits for a lifetime. It's so worth it. People often see it as nice to have, you know, preparation for birth. It is nice to have. First, I will spend my money on nursery and on cot and on a nice travel system. And, you know, on uh, fancy clothes from my baby um, and the clothes are going to be, you know, there exactly for two weeks time mm. because the baby grows quickly. Your travel system, yes, it's necessary. But again, you're going to use it maybe for what, two years at mm. the most. And then your baby, then your toddler is going to want to walk. But how you experience birth and how your baby experiences birth because they're they are you know <laughs> human beings they experience birth too matters and it stays with you and with them for life and the benefits of it stay with you both for life mm, yeah 
So, so, so if there was complications during a home birth, mm-hmm. how are the emergencies handled, you know, with, with a midwife? Experienced midwives will, will spot uh, early signs of those early signs right. and there will be time to transfer and get the um, assistance you need, whether in a birth center or in a hospital, and they will transfer with you. That's great. And that that's really good to know. It's just reassuring for people because we've got all these questions going around the mind and it's just making yeah. sure that we, we answer all them. I know we've touched on water birth, but for people that don't really know what a water birth is, could you just explain a little bit about that and the benefits? It's, it's birth in water and however you want to um, do it. For example, you can, if you have a, a bathtub that's large enough, you can just feel, you know, um, scrub your bathtub really well so it's clean, um, hygienically clean, and then have your baby there. Oh, or you wow. can hire a pool. You can hire a pool. Uh, I think the cost is from 40 to 60 pounds. Some places even offer it for free, and I'll try to find those links and post them later. Um, and I think if you want to hire privately, it's between 40 to 60 pounds, something like that. Wow, so it doesn't um, have to be really, really expensive or anything. No, not at all, birth. not at all. And, you know, that's if you choose to have the water birth, you can birth, you know, on, uh, you know, in your living room, in your bathroom, Um and you don't need special equipment. You just mm. need your home and yourself. Um, but if you do want to birth in water, you can hire a pool. And there's an advantage to that because hot water, warm water, offers fantastic uh, pain relief. And it just takes the edge of, of the contractions or surges beautifully, beautifully. Mm. It, um it's such a relief. I birthed my son in water and it was just, once I got in the water, the relief of it, you know, the hot water, nobody could get me out from, you know, from that pool. <laughs> Is there a certain temperature that it should be or like, do you have to follow guidelines for that? Uh, it's, the official guidelines say below 37 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you get in it and it feels too cold, you know, y- y- your body will tell you if it's too hot or too cold. Yeah. But official is 37 oh. or lower, oh. 37 Celsius. Right. And also postpartum care after birth. How does it differ between a home birth and a hospital birth? Well, you you do get the home visit postnatally. Um Sometimes immediately, uh, because your midwife or your birth support, your doula, whoever you choose to, you know, have in your birth space, were there with you when you were birthing your baby. So after have, after birthing your baby, you can just hop into your bed and cozy up with your newborn. Oh, and sounds you don't lovely. Need to, it is lovely, and you don't need to, you know pack up your bags and, and you know, travel with, with this newborn human anywhere. Yeah, because that car ride home is terrifying, isn't it? That, that yes. ride home. And for baby too, because baby's instinct is to be with mum, to mm. be 
skin to skin, not on the, you know, t-shirt, not wearing clothes, but really skin to skin. And you can put a blanket on the, on baby's back uh, if you want to keep them warm. Um, but it's baby's natural instinct because it's survival, you know, mm. uh, it's got so many benefits because if your baby is on your skin, it gets colonized with your friendly bacteria and it improves its um, immune system for life. So the baby has got the benefit of better gut health and better immune system just because you kept them, you know, skin to skin. Wow. How, how wonderful. It's amazing, isn't it? It's so interesting. Um so during the home birth, what would you expect from the midwife? Would she be kind of there as much as you need her um, for a home birth? Well, you know, she she would be as much as you need or as much as you don't need because yeah. a good midwife will not interfere. When everything's going well, she'll be discreet and in the corner and just letting you do your own thing. So that you don't feel observed, so that you don't feel, you know, poked and prodded and disturbed, because that's when birth goes wrong. You know, mm. when when you get constant interruptions, that interrupts your oxytocin flow. That when it goes down the hill. So, a good midwife will support you as much as you want to, or as little as you want to. Yeah, that that's great. That's really good, and. Um... If you've already got children and your partner there, can you involve them in the birth? Would you say to, or do you think it's traumatizing for children? No, it's not traumatizing because children children have not watched and been, you know, conditioned by our society to perceive birth as something traumatic or dramatic or, you know, um, imagine how wonderful it is for your children how it would be to meet their brother or sister just after they were born to see you giving birth but often babies and toddlers um sort of sleep through the night that's when you're most likely to birth your baby because of that safety of feeling calm and so on so in many many birth stories of uh, my clients or clients of my friends who teach birth preparation birth happens overnight and the siblings wakes up and oh. comes down to find the newborn baby still in a pool with mom and they just get in and greet the baby and you know to see that it's such a precious gift because they also get that bond straight away that oxytocin is still there in the air and and it's just so lovely and there's another aspect of it you know when your child experienced birth as something beautiful as something physiological normal Mm. as something magical they carry this for them and it sort of it gets that gets ingrained in their brain that this is how birth is and what a wonderful way you know, to experience it. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, it sounds that- so nice. Oh, it really does. Um, so if, you know how the midwife will come and have a look at your house and before you do the home birth, is there any specific, like, requirements that you have to meet your house or or not? 
Well, as long as your floor, if you want to, if you want to birth in a pool at home, as long as your floor is able to accommodate the weight of four to six people, and most homes are, if if they aren't, then that means that you're not living in a safe place. Mm. That means you're okay for a, a birth pool at home because the weight of the water will be the same weight as say six people yeah right so if six people can stand in the place where you can when you want to place your birth pool that means you're okay mm-hmm. you know if uh, you've got a really small space will that affect it or um, no. Because, no you can just place your it's your home you know nobody can say well your home doesn't meet the requirements for birth yeah i was thinking oh. that when they were coming to no. have a look right that's great no. So that that's really good. And um, insurance, I mean, is there actual insurance that you should be taking out when you're doing a home birth or anything like that? I know it sounds a bit silly, but I just wasn't sure in terms of how how you're protected. How you're protected? Well, um, most people choose, I guess most people don't do anything. No. If, you, if your home is uh, your business premises, you might want to think about letting your insurance know some people choose to email their insurance, the insurance company, and say, I'll be having a home birth, you know, can you just, I, I don't know, advice is okay, attach it to my policy, whatever. Uh, I, usually there's not a problem because it's your normal life yeah, thing. Some people end up having a home birth just because they're at home and it all just goes so quickly, doesn't it? I know a few yeah. people... Um, that have gone through that so yeah and and um, any resources or support groups available for mums planning a home birth yes so I I mentioned uh, the clubhouse yes theological birth on clubhouse that's really good um, because we talk about physiological birth at length and Mm -hmm. every week term time and it's free uh, there's Samantha Gadsden Dula. Uh, she's got a large home birth group on Facebook. Um, do join. It's fantastic. Samantha is so experienced and it's just fantastic the support in there. Samantha Gadsden Dula home birth group. That's great. And also, can you tell us a little bit more about um, your courses and what you offer and where people can find you? So people can find me on my website, powerinbirth.co.uk, on Instagram at power.in.birth, on Facebook at powerinbirth.uk. And I I do run courses from time to time, uh, group courses. As I mentioned before, the next time is coming up um, on 30th of July, 2023. Um, that's going to be Wakefield um, because it's in a lovely baby massage space studio that is mm. really welcoming for parents. And I prepare parents and birth partners for birth. And it's important to prepare a birth partner too because you will be busy birthing your baby and breathing and using all the fantastic techniques that, you know, uh, change your experience for the better and if someone wants to do something or check something or whatever your birth partner needs to be that first point of 
call so that you don't get disturbed all the time. Mm. Um, so they need to know as much as you or more about birth. They need to learn about birth. They need to trust you. They need to understand what's happening, not to bring that fear into the birth room, or into your birth space. Because mm -hmm. if you, they will be fearing, they will be disrupting your instinct and the natural process again. Yes, you've got your courses as well, haven't you? Do you do online courses at all? I do online. Yes, I do online. And it's minimum four weeks. So we meet every week on a given day and usually Saturday or Sunday evening and sometimes midweek, Thursday evening. And um, we discuss all things birth. And I stay with you until the end of your postpartum. So the my support doesn't end, you know, with a course end. I'm there in messages, in lives, in, in private Facebook group for you to have that support ongoing because you might need it, you know, until your baby is maybe eight weeks old. Mm. But if you, you know, if you don't find that I'm for you and, you know, you need to find someone you really trust and you really rate, um, there are many other resources. And I would also recommend a blog by Dr. Rachel Reed um, called Midwife Thinking that I already mentioned. Mm -hmm. Fantastic blog, fantastic blog. Uh, there's Dr. Sarah Wickham. She's got also many blogs, especially on induction and, um, you know, pros and cons or, of interventions. And Sarah, uh, Dr. Sarah Wickham is a researcher and midwife. She's very experienced um also fantastic resource and now I'll, I'll post the, uh i'll give you the links to to all those resources because they are just so fantastic free um there's always investment of your time and it's worth it yeah no that's brilliant so we'll put all your links underneath uh, this podcast so if anyone wants to connect with you they can connect with you directly you share some really really good stuff on instagram as well um really helpful so even if you're not local or you're not quite ready to reach out yet, definitely give you a follow on there because you'll uh, you'll definitely be able to help people anyway. So, but thank you so much. That was really, really interesting. Thank you. And I'm up for part two anytime. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for listening to today's episode of My Bumped Babies Expert Podcast. If you want to reach out to Magdalena, you can do via the links below this episode if you are looking for someone more local to you then you can use our directory www.mybump2baby.com to find your local expert are you looking for pregnancy to preschool groups classes and lessons for you and your family if you are then head on over to www.mybump2baby.com and join over 200,000 parents using our website each and every month. We also work with trusted financial advisors, family law solicitors and now estate agents too. If you would like to find your nearest trusted expert, head over to www.mybump2baby.com.
Are you tired of hustling for new clients? Are you wanting a business that works for you instead of you working for it? Would you like to have a more flexible life, be able to be there more for your family and have a business that generates income on autopilot? If the answer is yes, you need to join My Bumped Babies Digital Marketing Business Academy. In this area, we show you how to grow and scale your business for online success. To join the Academy, click the link below this podcast where we can help you grow and scale your business so that you can have more freedom, more flexibility and spend more time doing the things you love without having to sacrifice your income.